Hi, my name is Hannah Goyich, and welcome to my ESP 103 podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about how from weeks one to five, I was able to create a prototype building off of each week's project. Weeks one and two contributed in a different way than the following weeks for the final prototyping and pitching. These weeks set me up for success to complete the following week's assignments. Practicing brainstorming as well as expanding my creativity were skills I gained during these projects. So week one's assignment was to create a syllabus, and right off the bat, this assignment got me to get past my first right idea. I didn't get into this project with any effective brainstorming, and at first I wanted to do something with Spotify and make a playlist to represent myself, but after spending an hour on that, I didn't like where the project was going. So I started to brainstorm again, and this time I put a little bit more thought into it, and I figured out where to go from there. I landed on... Um, an idea using Pinterest, and from there I was able to create boards with photos that represented myself and my goals within the objectives of the assignment. And the result of this was I ended up making something that I was proud of and I enjoyed doing. I vividly remember having so much fun creating these Pinterest boards and just learning about myself in the process and what my personal and professional and educational goals were going to be and how to plan for success at Miami. I was able to do all this because I got past my first right idea. If I hadn't expanded my thinking, I would have made something that I didn't enjoy and didn't represent me as well. Moving into week two, creativity in action. This assignment was one that I struggled with the most personally out of all five. Every step of this process was a struggle for me and I genuinely could not think of three areas of interest for myself. But because of this, I started conversations with a few close friends to dig deeper beyond my own superficial interests. Even then, once I had my topics of interest down, I still could not focus or figure out how I wanted to get my thoughts into words and execute this project. My roommate asked if I wanted to go work on the project in the architecture studio because she's an architecture major, obviously, and I was just complaining so much because I just had no idea how to start. And she also had a project she was working on as well. I went to the architecture studio and I cranked it out. The change in scenery and the change in my, in my environment led me to finally start and finish the project. Even though every part of this project was a struggle for me, I feel like I really grew from having to struggle through something like this because it won't be the last time. And it also foreshadows the, the direction I went in for week three. Creativity and creative problem solving don't allow for answers to fall out of the sky. With creativity in the name, this sets an expectation not of challenge per se, but for complex solutions that are truly rewarding. When we have agency and are motivated, we can develop creative skills by seeking out creative work and play. This quote from the Be Creative chapter really ties into not just the assignment, but the overarching goals of weeks one to seven. Being motivated to struggle through not only because you have to, but because you are driven to find that intricate solution and representation of your ideas set me up for a better mindset going into week three. Week three, curiosity in action. Diverge from my previous interest stated in creativity in action. As I was looking over week two's assignment to build off of for week three, I saw none of my interests I wanted to pursue in full. Because I completed week two's assignment in the architecture studio, I pivoted my focus to architecture and tying that into my interest in sustainability. Because this was the Be Curious project, I watched a video evaluating the architecture styles in Harry Potter, which I knew I would find interesting because I loved reading the books and watching the movies. To build off of this, I drew an elevation sketch of Notre Dame, as it and Hogwarts are both a subtype of Gothic architecture. Then I did an interview with my roommate Ellie, as she's an architecture major and was my 
quote-unquote expert in this topic moving forwards. Hearing her perspective of why she wanted to go into architecture and what its biggest obstacles and challenges were was the springboard I went off of for looking into the problems in this area. Going into this assignment starting fresh and finding a new concentration was daunting at first, but it made finishing the project a rewarding experience. I investigated a topic I had never thought about or tried before, and my biggest takeaway from week three was having an open mind to new experiences and ideas as the first step to opening the door to curiosity. First spending time to understand the problem will lead to more creative solutions. This quote from the Be Curious chapter of the textbook transitions us into week four, confidence in action. But first, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever wanted to give a random person a piggyback ride? Or how about drop and do 10 push-ups in front of a stranger? Well, I have the app for you. Goose Chase, an app for embarrassing students nationwide. Now you might be thinking, Hannah, why would I want to get this app to not only embarrass myself, but also have to record it for others to see as unerasable proof of that humiliation? Because you are a competitive person. Taking a selfie with your biology professor you've only known for three weeks, or doing a Hamilton pitch perfect rap battle in your common space, or perhaps using your roommate's ukulele and musical stylings of Courtney Reckelhoff to go caroling in the house over from yours, to sing to people you've never talked to before ever? All your principles go out the window when you're using Goose Chase. Now go, download the app, join a group, and get to the top of that leaderboard. I would like to thank Grubhub for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. How many times have you walked into Armstrong at 1 p.m. and had to wait 30 plus minutes from your sushi from Kabar or your grilled cheese from Pulleys? Or walked in at 9.50 to order an iced coffee at Cafe Lux after your 8.30 a.m. 80-minute lecture to just to see a 25-minute wait? Too many times to count? Install the Grubhub app and connect with the Miami University campus to order ahead and skip the line at any restaurant in Armstrong. Use code NOMS for $3 off any purchase of $6 or more. That's N-O-M-S NOMS for $3 off any purchase of $6 or more. Also, by being a student at Miami University, you get free access to Grubhub Plus, which means $0 delivery fees on orders of $12 plus from Grubhub Plus restaurants, exclusive perks and rewards with every order, and you can donate your change to charity at checkout on Grubhub Plus orders, and they will match every cent. So now we are at week four, confidence in action, and there's finally some continuity in my projects. After spending time to understand the problems that architecture faced from week three, I was able to come up with 100 creative solutions for my problem statement, how to make architecture more sustainable in the United States. When I was generating solutions to my problem statement, my focus wasn't on my first right idea or my perfect idea. It was how many connections can I make? How can I produce ideas that make me explore and dive deeper into the problem? As I was whittling ideas down from 100 to 50 to 15 to 3, the questions I was asking myself were, is this feasible? Is this able to satisfy my problem statement? And how can this be beneficial to others? Through generating so many ideas, I started to see a specific goal of how architecture can become more sustainable in the long term. So not just short-term solutions built off of things and ideas that are generational, but ideas that can uphold the test of time. By asking myself these questions, I was able to come up with my top three solutions. Green buildings, making architectures take, architects take sustainability or slash environmental courses, so basically education, and planning buildings with the goal of using local materials to construct them. 
The 100 ideas concept led me to come up with ideas that built off of each other to reach my full potential of problem solving and brainstorming. This process is also dependent on divergent thinking and creative confidence combined because divergent thinking produces ideas that exceed expectations of normalcy, while creative confidence is necessary to push forward with those ideas and share them with others. And this leads us to week five, resilience in action. Week five, resilience in action started the prototyping phase. Now I was taking my top three ideas from week four, creating prototypes and getting feedback. It was time to bring them to life. For round one, I created prototypes for all three ideas and got feedback for all three prototypes from three different people. After round one, educating architects got eliminated. And then after round two, um, green buildings got eliminated. So I was left with my local materials idea. So starting from round one, my local materials ideas was architects could only use local materials to plan and construct buildings. And then the feedback I got about that was what about people in remote locations? So my second prototype was increase the set range. So there would be a set range where materials are allowed to be sourced from. And then the feedback I got from that was cost. How can people process materials to be usable? and how are people able to get the materials they want. So that led me to round three. My prototype for round three made materials inside a certain distance less expensive than materials sourced from farther distances. And my feedback for this prototype was, would the distances be equal or unequal as you source the materials from farther away from the building? And how could this be implemented? I then took these suggestions to create my final prototype. Furthermore, the people that I chose for feedback were specific and intentional. If I was dealing with a more creative prototype, I sought out a critical person for feedback. If I was dealing with a basic prototype, I looked to a more creative person. If the prototype was leaning more towards biological or chemical backings, I sought after someone majoring in one of those sciences. And lastly, I made sure to get architectural feedback as that is what all my prototypes were based on. Because the final critique is most important, I had Ellie give that one. She's minoring in sustainability, so I thought this all-encompassing project, having her perspective as an aspiring architect with, with an education rooted in sustainability, made her opinion valuable to me. You should practice using listening skills by asking questions about their feedback, rather than taking over the conversation or defending yourself or your idea. Throughout this whole process, I thought I would be defensive towards criticism, but after reading that quote in the textbook, it gave me a new perspective of, okay, how can I improve on this idea and ask questions to get even more in-depth feedback? So finally, here's what you've all been waiting for, my final pitch to sell this prototype. Have you ever looked around at a city and thought, where did these buildings come from? I'm not talking about how they came to be, but where all the materials came from. What if you were looking at a building made out of all local materials? Something that we can all agree on is that the earth will eventually die with or without humans. At the rate that we use and deplete resources across the globe, the rate at which the earth is dying is exacerbated. One way to combat this is to construct buildings using local materials. By using local materials, the CO2 footprint shrinks dramatically, and an incentive to do this is upcharging. Having in a 1,000-mile radius from the building site an upcharging 15% for every 500-mile radius increase discourages importing international or outside-of-range goods. This also boosts creative solutions and using materials in range to construct buildings as it can lead to innovation. This can be implemented through independent industries to government policy to a worldwide effort. This will make an impact in the long run by decreasing pollution and creating a healthier planet that we as a species can inhabit for a longer period of time. 
Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed my journey for the past seven weeks through ESP 103.